because I said the word biological woman or biological to describe woman, my teacher failed me on the assignment that I was contributing to heteronormativity and being exclusive. Hello everyone and welcome to This Is A Woman podcast. I am here with Olivia Krolchek and Olivia Krolchek is a 20-year-old college student who attends University of Cincinnati in Ohio and she has experienced something I think we're going to see a lot more students start to experience on college campuses but she's been vocal about it and we are um, she received some great news last night that there are being changes made for standing up for free speech and so Olivia can you dive in a little bit about your situation of free speech on your college campus? Course. And by the way, if I have anything to say about it, we will not be seeing this more often on campus. I, I hope that. we can. But yes, I can give you a little more background about the whole situation that happened. Uh, I am a student at University of Cincinnati taking a lot of summer classes to hopefully graduate early. And I decided to take Women's Gender Studies and Pop Culture because it's an expedited three-week course that's three credits and it fills the DEI diversity requirements at Cincinnati to graduate. Every student needs those, along with free electives to reach 120 total credit. So I decided to take this class because it kind of fit all the requirements I needed and it was super quick, so why not? And we had a project about feminism and it was super broad. We could pick any topic as long as it related to feminism. And we just had to use three sources from class, whether it were notes, books, lectures, anything that she has shared with us to support our topic. So I chose to write about the history of rights and opportunities that women have had in athletics. And a small portion of my project touched on the fact that these rights are being taken away from women by allowing men to compete in biological women's sports. So because I said the word biological woman or biological to describe woman, my teacher failed me on the assignment that I was contributing to heteronormativity and being exclusionary. That's, it's so unfortunate to see that on a college paper where you should be graded off of facts and truth and also making sure you have well-written paragraphs and essays that you were marked down for doing exactly that. And um, you actually sent me the paper you wrote and it's such a well-written paper. And there's, I'm looking at it and I'm like, why would this not receive an A? And there's nothing on it that's not um, facts. And so I just wanna read through a little part that you wrote and this is the part that you got ultimately led to your zero. And on your paper, you stated, while it is extremely important to recognize and protect transgender rights, it is equally important to do that for women in their sports. Although a very controversial take, I will demonstrate the lack of support being shown for biological women who wish to compete fairly among other biological women, while acknowledging the science behind a male figure having biological advantages, regardless of hormone therapy, etc. And so that's what you had to write. And you went out of your way to acknowledge, I'm not trying to say that people that are trans identifying shouldn't have rights. I'm not trying to say, like here on this, you're basically saying everyone that is on this earth, on this planet, in this nation should have rights. But you're acknowledging that biological women are losing their rights, which is 100% correct. And by acknowledging that, you got a zero. And so how... How is that affecting your grade? And how is that also affecting your beliefs and values? Yeah, so this whole project was actually worth half of my grade. Mm -hmm. And 
assignment that I turned in specifically was part one of three. So it was 20 points, but that's a large majority of my grade overall. So when I failed that, I was now having a failing grade in the class, which was a big shocker to me because I usually don't fail classes. So uh, the whole project was 100 points, which was half of the 200 that the class was out of. And I honestly, I still can't believe that this is happening who fail someone because of one word. And you know what, it just confirmed my beliefs that we have a huge problem happening in our schools now because using the term biological to describe women was kind on my part. And I went out of my way to do that because I was trying to say, hey, there is a difference in a respectful way. Mm -hmm. In the same way that trans to describe a woman is exclusionary of those who were born as female. So I didn't, I was contributing to an issue, but she saw it otherwise. Yeah, and it's so interesting. Just three years ago, if someone were to say, oh, a biological woman, why do you even, you don't even need to emphasize the biological end. Everyone knows what a woman is. And now we're seeing, we have a Supreme Court justice who can't even tell us what a woman is. We're seeing people across the country, they can't tell you what a woman is. And you know what a woman is. You know there's a difference between biology. And yet you went out of your way again to emphasize, I'm talking about biological women, women that are born females, women that know and acknowledge that they're females, the sex they were born, and she still docked you. And so after this happened, you posted a TikTok, correct? I did, yeah. I thought it was important to share my story because I knew that this was not just an incident with me. I knew this was happening in other classes and other students because to be completely honest, and I'm ashamed to say it, I have been a student who has conformed to the teacher's beliefs. And like, mm -hmm. I think he believes in this, so I'm just going to write to kind of appeal to him just to get the passing grade. Because, you know, you're paying all this money for a class, you want to pass. You don't want to fail just because you put your opinion out there. So the one time that I actually decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to write about something that's super important to me, and then I fail because of it, I was not going to let that happen. So I posted that TikTok with hopes for other people to see it and be like, wait, did this actually happen? Did someone fail for using the word biological? And that's exactly what happened. It blew up. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of you and grateful that you posted that TikTok and spoke the truth because this is going to continue to keep happening until students are speaking out about what's going on and they're not doing it anymore. And like you said, there are so many students right now in high school and in college that just conform to what their teachers say to get a good grade. And you were bold enough to say, nope, I'm going to talk about this issue that is on my heart as well as I'm going to speak truth about it. Um, and so your teacher, you didn't mention her by name or oust her in your TikTok video, but now everyone knows who she is. So can you touch a little bit on that? Yes, that was a big shocker for me when I read an article that had my professor's name in it. I was like, did I accidentally release her name? I feel so bad. I did not want to do that. So I had been concealing her identity along with the name of the class because it would be fairly easy to find the professor's name if the class name was out there because it's about the bigger picture. It's not about, hey, everyone go attack this teacher for what she did wrong. It's not about that at all. I never wished for anything to go her way I, or go harmful in her way. I didn't want hate words sent to her or anything because it's about the fact that my situation is one of so many out there. And I know that because I get hundreds of messages, like actual hundreds of messages other students saying, hey, I wrote a paper about why guns shouldn't be banned, and I failed. 
or I stood up, or I refused to apologize for being white in my class, and I got kicked out of class. Mm. This is happening all over the place. Yeah, it's so unfortunate that, you know, it's one thing for this to happen when you're like, you know, just walking down the street and having a conversation with someone. It's another for it to happen in like a classroom where you're supposed to not being taught what to think, but you're supposed to be taught how to think, how to analyze things, how to have these conversations, not what you need to think and what you need to believe or having these ideologies pushed on you. And it breaks my heart to hear like how many messages you're getting of people experiencing the same thing. But I think we're going to start seeing a change and it's starting with people like you, Olivia, that are speaking out and making the difference. Um, And so being on a college campus, how has this affected your life? Are you receiving lots of support? Are you receiving hate? Like, where are you at with just speaking truth? I am lucky enough that currently I am commuting to campus as it's the summer. So there's not really any students there. So I don't have to deal with any in-person threats or hate comments and things like that. But I have gotten an insane amount of horrible things said to me, but they don't matter because I know through whatever. And you know what, the more that those people comment and view my video, the more that my video gets sent out to other viewers mm-hmm. and my word, if one person sees my video and hears what I say, then I've done a job well done and that's all that I care about. Amazing. So, yeah, but I have gotten a lot of support as well, of course, mm-hmm. and the ones that really stick out to me are, hey, I have a daughter who's five years old. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for doing it for her. And that's what this is all about because I want to help you know, stopping the erasure of women and protecting women's sports and obviously the right to free speech on college campuses, so. And we see so often when, there, I mean, again, like you said, this isn't the only story of someone this has happened to, this isn't the only teacher doing this, but so often the schools take the teacher's side, they take the professor's side. I mean, we saw with Riley Gaines when she was basically attacked at, um, in San Francisco at the university there, the school took the student side that attacked her. And what are you seeing on your end? You received some um, news and update about your teacher last night, actually. So, Yeah, so last night I saw an article. I got tagged in an article about my teacher being reprimanded at UC. And although it hasn't been anything extreme, not that I'm wishing that, but mm-hmm. she has to, I believe, take a course or go through training about free speech on campus and she has to submit her syllabus to, I think, the department head or someone of higher level to approve it before she starts teaching. However, she is going through with an appeal to that reprimand. So I actually am currently writing a letter to the school because I would like to combat and write my concerns about the things that she has said in her appeal because I think it's super important that you know something is done and I'm not, I don't want her fired. I don't want that to happen, but I need to stop this from happening on other campuses and other schools. And I need to stop her from doing it to other students because in her interview with one of the Cincinnati newspapers, she said, hey, I believe in free speech, but I also get to decide that. That's not how it works. No, that, yeah, that's not what the first amendment is. Um, but that what you're doing it goes to show so many people don't speak out or just think it's better just to get a good grade and not speak out and because things aren't going to change i'm not going to change anything i'm not going to make a difference and here you are 
one, making a change and just all the people that are hearing your story, it's encouraging to them. And like you said, it's the moms who have the five-year-old girls and you're fighting for them. And you might have not even realized that when you chose to speak out the difference you would make there. But also the difference of this teacher now is going to be challenged and she might be appealing these decisions and you can appeal her back to her. Um, but she now has to understand that as a teacher, she doesn't get to take away free speech from students. And I believe I read something that she stated like, oh yeah, I've done this before. This isn't the first time. Yes, I, yeah, she had said that situations like this have occurred before in her classroom. And, you know, obviously she has an agenda she is trying to push onto her students, which is obviously not okay. And that's been one of my biggest motivators is you know what this is happening obviously i've experienced this before but have conformed to it which once again i'm ashamed to say but it's not just happening to me but teachers are using their position of power and abusing it to make sure that their students are conforming to their personal and political agendas and beliefs which is not okay i mean these these schools are no longer places of education they're institutions of indoctrination and it's not okay Exactly. And for you, it happens to you and you're older, you know what you believe, you know the truth. But this is happening down in elementary schools and junior highs where these students, they don't, my teacher's telling me this, oh, I should trust them. They're my teacher. They know what's best. And so luckily you have your grounds that you're willing, that you know, and then you're willing to stay on. Um, so I do want to touch though, when you wrote this paper and had this idea, were you thinking Oh, because you did know it is a controversial take talking about biological women and trans men in sports. And that's everyone knows that that's common knowledge that that's very controversial right now. It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, but when you wrote this paper and did you expect a zero? Did you think this was going to happen or did you think I'm just telling the truth? No, I honestly, because of the way that I worded my paper, I thought I was being extremely respectful and kind and I was doing my best to avoid the situation. Not that I actually thought it would happen, but then I got the notification that my grade went down to an F and I was like, wait, what? And I actually laughed when I read what she wrote because I didn't believe it. I am so shocked that someone would do something like that and be that extreme about one word. Yeah, and I do, I have right here what she wrote to you when you received your grade. So I wanna read that so everyone can kind of be familiar. Um, she, when she graded your paper, she wrote Olivia. This is a solid proposal. However, the terms biological women are exclusionary and are not allowed in this course as they further reinforce heteronormativity. Please reassess your topic and edit it to focus on women's rights, not just females, and I'll regrade. And the first thing I noticed is she started off with saying, Olivia, this is a solid proposal. And then if you go back to what your teacher said you needed to do to get a good grade, she said, this exercise is developmental. Thoughtful proposals submitted on time will receive full credit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. so that's the first thing I noticed. Hmm, interesting. And we already touched on biological women being heter like reinforcing heteronormativity, which is ridiculous. Um, it's just reinforcing reality and truth. But then she wants you to focus on women's rights on your paper and not females, but are females not women? I... That's a good question, because I thought women were just adult females, but I mean, I know what she's trying to say, but it's not correct. Yes, all reality and common sense is out the door. Um, I wanted to know just with what you're experiencing, um, 
in going through this, what advice could you give to other students that might um, want to not say anything or might want to conform to their teacher or other students that are ready to say, I'm here to speak the truth? How could, what advice could you give to them? It's time to stop conforming. And I know there's so many people out there doing it because once again, the messages I receive are, hey, I conformed to this and now I feel bad about it. Like I should have said something. Yes, you should, you still can. Just because it was in the past doesn't mean you can't say something now. And you know what? It was so scary at first when I noticed that this video was actually blowing up. It had more than a couple hundred views. I was like, wait, we're at almost a million now. And then all of a sudden I'm going live TV and I have a bunch of interviews and I'm like, I, I can't do this. I'm not prepared for this. But And then I remember hearing from Riley Gaines actually, he had had an interview or speak, she said, I was not prepared for this. I got thrown into this, I'm still not ready for this, but I'm doing it. And that's when I was like, okay, I can do it. I'm never gonna be ready for this kind of a thing, but I'm just gonna do it. If I don't, then no one else is going to. And I am so glad to be that person who hopefully motivates others to stand up for what's right. I love that. And for the topic you touched on, female sports, you said that is something that you feel really strongly about what's going on. and. Um, could you share a little bit about why this issue of men and women's sports is so heavy on your heart? Yeah, I actually ran for nine years in cross country and track. I ran the first semester of college as well. However, the last two years of my running career, I was dealing with a really bad hip injury that ultimately led no longer being able to run. So from the experience I had with training all throughout high school, junior high and college, you train very closely with the men's division and men's group. Just mm -hmm. That's just how sports are, and I'm sure a lot of sports are like that. And you can tell the difference. When the slowest boy runner is faster than the fastest girl in the nation at that grade, you're like, did that boy really be competing against girls? No. And it's so obvious to me. So to see these high school girls at track meets and then on the podium, there's men and cyclists. They're losing these races to men, boxers. I mean, yeah. at what point does, is it just enough? Women are no longer going to have these rights and opportunities that they fought hard to get in the first place. They're just being taken away just like that. Yeah. And we're just standing behind what happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this whole issue with your paper and what's going on in society, it's you know, you're in this women's gender studies and pop culture class, you're talking about women's rights, and there should be no one more upset about what's happening to women's sports and women's rights than the feminists. And they're nowhere to be found. They're taking the side of men, as well as where are the men at standing up to defend the women and the girls? And so I think it's so amazing that um, people like you, I mean, you're 20 years old, you're in college, you played sports, like people like you are what we need to stand up and make a difference. And you're already making such a big difference. And it's so, it's empowering to girls. I mean, what is a message you feel like you would want to share to younger girls? I mean, there's so many girls that listen to this podcast that are in their um, early teens that play sports. And I know that's such a heavy topic for them right now but what advice could you give to them about staying strong you know to those athletes in specific uh the ones who have trained so hard every single athlete trains so hard whether you're the fastest girl or the slowest girl or you're on the bench half the time or you play the whole time on the field 
it doesn't matter what kind of athlete or how good of an athlete you are, you have trained so hard to get to the point you are at and you only have up to go. So don't stand by and let someone else take those opportunities from you. Don't be afraid of what other people are going to say because in the end, you're right and you have so much support. And I mean, hundreds of supporters, thousands of supporters. You have so many people behind you on this. So don't be afraid to speak up. Perfect. And that's, again, it's so empowering for young girls to hear that right now. And that's why I want this podcast. And I wanted you on this podcast to say, here is a woman who has experienced hate, has had people try to take away her free speech, who also has played sports. And she's able to sit here and tell you, you can still do it. And you can fight for what's right. And it's just super empowering. Um, And with all this going on, you kind of started making your own like shirts and sweatshirts and all that. Do you want to give us a good shot of your sweatshirt so we can see that? Amazing. Biological woman. And yes. And so what made you decide, all right, I'm going to throw this on shirts and sweatshirts and get this going? Just spread the word. I mean, it's such like an iconic thing. You know, my teacher Mm -hmm. failed me biological woman and so I'm going to make sure that everyone in America is wearing a shirt that says biological woman because that's what I am and you know what there's so many of us and no other woman you are either a biological woman or a biological man and that's a fact so I put it on a shirt I love that and is there a way people can purchase these items or where can they find the shirts and sweatshirts yes it's actually on www.thebiologicalwoman.com and it's also linked in either my Instagram Twitter Somewhere on there. Perfect. And on that note, what is like your Instagram, Twitter? Like what's the best way people can follow along with their story and find you and all that? It's just my first and last name. So something like that. And I just a YouTube channel and hopefully I'll start posting more videos on there. Obviously it's been a very stressful last few weeks, busy with a lot of different things, but I'll get to it eventually. (laughs) Amazing. And for all those listening or if you're watching the video, I'll um, put all of Olivia's like social media and everything in the caption so you guys will all be able to follow along with her story. Um, Olivia, I just want to touch on me myself. I'm a Christian and I just know that God puts things into our lives for a reason. And it might always seem, why are you doing this, God? And it's like, okay, trust God. He's got a plan. And so for me like hearing your story i'm like he placed this like on you and gave this to you because he knew you were gonna like take it and he knew that you were going to be able to do big things with it and make a difference and make a change and stand up for all these girls and truth and so how are you with that do you see it that way or where are you kind of along the lines with that for sure i definitely struggled with my faith growing up because I was forced to go to religious education and I was like why do I have to go there after I've been to school all day and I it just turned me away from it and I definitely realized the instant my video started blowing up I was like wait there's a reason this is happening to me like there is a reason I know that I wasn't sure at that moment why but then when things started rolling and interviews came in and all of a sudden all these things were happening I was like oh that's a coincidence how did I meet this person how did this happen blah 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 I was like, wait, that's not a coincidence. There's no way that this many coincidences have happened in my life in the span of two or three weeks. It's for a reason. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm here to do this, and now I know that. Like, there's a reason this is happening to me and not someone else. 
Yes. And something, one of the Bible verses that I've kind of lived by when I was like, God, why are you putting this in my life? And same thing, is there a reason for this is um, Jeremiah 29, 11, And it's, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And I feel like hearing your story, that just, that verse kind of entails your story and he has plans and not to harm you. That doesn't mean there's not going to be hard times. Like you said, you are receiving some hate and some backlash but the, this story of yours isn't to harm you it's to prosper you it's to for your future and I think that's a beautiful thing to kind of watch play out um yeah. and also I just one last advice to the girls there is like you said you have received some hate and even if a girl isn't speaking out about something like this, that is, again, for some reason controversial, saying a man is a man and a woman is a woman, shouldn't be, but it is. If girls are just posting things about their life or just social media nowadays, sometimes it can be so rough and people are receiving hate or being bullied just kind of for anything. What advice could you give to them? What is kind of helping you get through the hate and the backlash that you've received? I'm not going to lie, when I first started getting hate comments, it was after someone posted a video that went viral making fun of my eyebrows, mm. which I thought was so silly because I have never looked at my eyebrows and been like, hmm, I wish I could fix those. And then for the, for the next hour after seeing that video, I was like, dang, I wish I could fix my eyebrows. Mm. And then I was like, Wait. they couldn't say anything about my argument. They had nothing to say like as a rebuttal to what I was saying. So they just attacked my eyebrows and my speech impediment that I have because I have a dual hearing loss that I was born with. And I was mm -hmm. like, wait, they're attacking things that I can't change in physical things. That tells me a lot more about them rather than it does about me to change, to, to make fun of something that I was given, mm -hmm. I was born with. How can you do that? I mean, everyone was born with the body that they're supposed to live in and cherish and take care of. So for someone to attack that, that's just silly because you just need to know as a girl, as a woman, that you are perfect in every single way. Whether you have a funky looking eyebrow or your hair is too short, your nose is too big, there's a reason for it because you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it, it is true what you said. They had nothing to say about like what you had to say. They couldn't say, oh, Olivia, no, no, no. What, you, what you're saying isn't true. What you're saying is wrong. You're lying to us because you ultimately are right and you t are telling the truth. And so they had to attack you on, like you said, your speech impediment. Like you were born with that and for a reason and that people can try to attack you all they want, but as long as you know that what you're doing is right and who you are, like you said, all of these girls out here, it's hard being a girl. You're looking at other girls comparing yourself. Oh, I wish I was taller. Oh, I wish I had longer hair, all these things. Yeah, <laughs> but and then it's like no everyone's again made perfectly in God's eyes in God's image everyone you're created in the body you're supposed to be in and that goes back to if you were made a man you're a man and if you made a woman you are a woman and so I just everything about your story and what you're doing and your boldness to share the truth i'm just i love it olivia it's so great you're you're someone to be messed with it's your powerhouse for sure and you're gonna be a world changer i could just already tell um um i have now just more of a fun question i kind of ask anyone myself personally i'm a avid coffee drinker i i love drinking coffee are you a coffee drinker at all 
sometimes if I'm tired, like last night I pulled an all-nighter, which you might be able to tell. Oh, no. But um, so this morning I just got espresso. Just okay. straight espresso. Okay. If it's not a cold brew, I won't drink it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're more of a I need energy. I'm going to drink coffee. Okay. Yeah, but I'm to get away from caffeine in general. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. That is fair. That's such a good point. Okay. But I guess that answers my question. I was going to say, what's your favorite coffee? But your go-to when you need energy, not when you enjoy drinking coffee, cold brew or espresso, which I love that. I love cold brew. So that works. <laughs> I, I could st I'll still like you, Olivia, just because you're not a huge coffee drinker. <laughs> But Olivia, I am so grateful for you to be um, on this podcast and sharing your story. And I can't wait to see the changes you make in this world. They're going to be, you're already making so many big changes, the people you inspire. And if you could just, I'm just going to open the floor for you. If you want to just leave one piece of advice, a saying, anything that's kind of on your heart where you're like, I want girls, I want people to hear this. I'm just going to leave it up to you. I mean, it's, it seems super simple and might sound a little dumb, but just speak up, just say something. If you write a letter, if you post a video, if you make a phone call, if you send a text message speaking up, it matters. One little word, it matters. So just speak up. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for all you're doing, Olivia. And thank you so much for being on This Is A Woman podcast. And again, I'm looking forward to see where your story continues to grow. Thank you so much for having me on.